Christmas, Christmas, Christmas is two days away. Welcome to episode 17. Um, if you're like me, you are on a plane. Actually, you are probably at the Dallas airport all night long on an eight-hour layover when this episode drops <laughs> uh, on your way back home like I am. Um, but I hope that everybody while listening to this episode is either traveling or getting close to family for Christmas or holiday spirit times and having some fun together. This week, in honor of Christmas, I, I decided to have someone that's very close to me on the show. It's my brother, Christian Knudsen. So, um, give it up for him. Please just take a moment to applaud that. You know, it's brotherhood, it's family, it's holidays, and you have to like that, especially this time of year. So I had Christian on. In addition to being my older and, lo- and loving brother, he is also uh, the owner and, and uh, lead guy at a company of his own called K&W Publishing that does music publishing and licensing. Uh, and you've, if you watch any shows like the Kardashians or I, I, I Am Kate or all kind, just all kinds of stuff, like uh, the real road, uh, real world Road Rules Challenge shows, you've heard his placements all over with several of his artists. Um, and also, in addition to that, uh, his artist. Uh, Chris Hackman of Velvet Buck and uh, Green Horse and the Fuzzy Crystals, who we had on a few weeks ago, is his artist as well. And he actually co-sponsored uh, the tracks for our show, the intro and outro music, with us. He partnered with us to get uh, Chris Hackman's music on our show. So um, big thanks to him. He's actually been kind of a behind-the-scenes uh, as far as involved in the podcast and also a big supporter since before day one started. So uh, it's, it's great to have him on. It's, uh, in, uh, in addition to being my brother, it's a great, great opportunity to have a cool guy on. I think that you're going to get a lot from him. Very cool guy. And, you know, it's Christmas time, so give it up. And I think if you're traveling or if you're lounging around with family, and, you know, this is a good thing to do. Just sit back, relax, and listen to two bros be bros, you know, during the holiday season. We had a great time... Uh, recording this episode i got to throw them for a lot of fun curveballs and i will say quickly if you want to follow knw publishing at twitter it's k and w pub all spelled out at k and w pub or on facebook they just had blasted on a new facebook page it's k and w publishing uh, on facebook and they're really excited they just signed their next or their latest all-exclusive artist uh, named car stereo wars if you know about them they are awesome if you don't check them out car stereo wars you can check out kw publishing's websites and social media uh to look for all of their info and more about all the artists and what's happening as well as placements and all that stuff so kw publishing is a really cool uh, really, really cool company, and if you're a musician or artist all over the world, you can send music in through their websites and apply to be published and licensed through them. So check it out; it's a good way to make money in this in this day and age as a musician. Uh, if you don't, if uh, and just not making ends meet by just performing like you used to be able to, uh, we all know about that. So uh, publishing is a good way to do it. So get some more holiday dollars in your pocket. How about you? Get your music published by KNW Publishing. Um, as usual, go to iTunes, uh, please, and rate and review, and maybe, you, you know, maybe you're one of my loyal fans that's been here since the beginning, or maybe you're one of my close friends or family members, but for some reason you just haven't gotten on iTunes and clicked rate and review, or write a review. So why don't you go do that, you jerk punk, you know? Stop being such a dweeb, you Grinch. Use this holiday spirit to do something nice for a friend or pal. Your old pal, Super Strong Ryan, okay? Help us out. Help our show grow. We want to keep growing in numbers and keep this show coming in so you guys can have awesome guests every week. And I think that's it. Do that. Follow us on Instagram, uh, Ryan is Super Strong. Ryan is Super Strong at gmail.com and Super Strong Ryan on Twitter. Follow all that stuff on Facebook and check us out. Make some noise. And uh, you know what? Overall, just like I always say, Sit back, relax, grab some family, grab a mold cider, grab a whiskey eggnog. Maybe you're underage. Maybe you just want to grab the eggnog. That's fine. Maybe you want to skip the sugars and just grab the whiskey. I don't care what you do. But just get comfortable, relax, and enjoy the show. Merry Christmas. Super 
Christmas episode. I'm basically Santa Claus this week for all of you guys listening. <laughs> and I'm bringing another Christmas deer. I even cheer. I even not jeer. That's the opposite. Cheer. Christmas jeer. <laughs> no, I'm bringing the Christmas jeer. I uh, cheer. I said jeer again. <laughs> Jeez, Uh I've even got my sleigh bells in the studio today. I hear those sleigh bells jingling. Something else about jingling. All right, Nathan, you remember that song? Sure. It's all giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Let's go. Clip, clap, clip, clap, clip. I love those songs. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Ryan of Super Strong podcast. Uh, this is Ryan Knudsen, and as usual, I am super strong. So this week's strength level is Rudolph and his nose so bright. <laughs> Pretty good. How does that feel, Nathan? I hear he can guide a sleigh tonight. <laughs> he can. And in a few days from now, when the audience is listening to this, uh, that is, uh, he will be. He will be guiding a sleigh, and that's why I chose that strength level today, because I am feeling that strong, even though we are recording this uh, or in, the, in the past from when they're listening to it, but we're recording future episodes right now. So we're getting festive tonight, um, and, I, and in, in the very Christmas and family spirit, I have a guest that's very dear to my heart and close to me in a, fa- in a familial manner. Uh, <laughs> this is my brother, Christian Knutsen. Thank you for having me. Yeah. All right. That's funny. It's kind of funny. He did the same voice uh, affectation that my little brother and little sister did when they came to visit on the teen trampoline. <laughs> you remember that, Nathan? I do. It's funny when we uh, when we introduce them, they they all go. Everyone in my family makes like a radio voice at the first chance they get. But we'll get you out of that because we are drinking several types of alcoholic beverages. That's tonight. true. Yes. I provided a smorgasbord of holiday-themed drinks. For example, eggnog and whiskey, or uh, cranberry whiskey with soda, which is cranberries are festive because you can get them especially in the holidays times, um, Thanksgivings and Christmases and all those type of things. Isn't that right, Nathan? Sure. Yeah, and he's going to say that shit. All right, well, it's our holiday episode. We've had a few holiday episodes. We've had a Halloween episode. We've had a Thanksgiving episode. And this is our Christmas episode. And so, like I said, we have my brother on today to talk about family things, talk about Christmas things. Uh, Christian, normally this is when I introduce the, the guest to the audience mm-hmm. and I say things like, how do I know you? How have we met? Where, you know, how long have we known each other? What, what kind of things do we do together? But that seems a little weird seeing as you're my brother and we came out of the same mom and That's lived true. in the same home yep. on Gao. <laughs> Good pull. <laughs> Good, nice, nice Wichita reference. Yeah. But are you also from Wichita, Kansas? Uh, I was actually born in uh, Lawrence, Massachusetts. Oh, Nathan, did you know that? I did not. See, a lot of times on the show, I ask questions that I know the answers to, very much like a good lawyer, a talented lawyer would do on the stand is to ask leading questions. So I already know the answers, but my listeners don't always know the answers. So I like to lead you into where I would like you to go. Which is Lawrence, Massachusetts? Yeah, I'd like you to go there. (laughs) Get the hell out of my face. (laughs) Go to Lawrence. No, but... um, but seriously, on a serious note, what, what, normally I have people. On, I mean, everybody that I have on the show is basically some uh, aspect or in, uh, of the entertainment industry. True. And you are a not only a very talented musician and singer, uh, the leader of uh, lead vocalist and writer and stuff for the band Intercept. Yes. But you're also a music publisher. Yep. Uh, run a music licensing company mm-hmm. here in LA. Called what? It's called K&W Publishing. By the way, uh, great intro music. Uh-huh. That's what I was going to get to right now. This is how I'm segueing into that. <laughs> Thank you for trying to lead my show, Christian. <laughs> you may be my older brother, but you're in my house now. <laughs> uh, the intro and outro music, we actually had the artist on a few weeks ago, as, as the listeners will remember. Um, we, did you know that we recorded an episode? No, I did him? not know that. He, he came in and did an episode. It was great. Awesome. We love Chris Hackman, and, and Chris Hackman is Velvet Buck, Green Horse. Christian actually introduced me to Green Horse and Velvet Buck through the K&W Publishing Music Library. And when I was looking for music for this podcast, we, we scoured Christian's library, and, or K&W Publishing's library, and we found Velvet Buck again. I was reminded of how much I liked his music, and then we got a hold of Chris Hackman. And we figured out, hey, this is the intro and outro music. And then we had Chris on a few weeks ago. That's awesome. He's freaky talented. He's a, I'm really proud to, to rep him. He's 
going places. Yeah, and he's a great guy, and then the listeners, I think, probably really enjoyed him. We haven't let that episode out yet right. in this since we're recording this. In but this now, universe. But when they're listening to this episode, they have listened to Chris Hackman's episode. Isn't that confusing, Nathan? <laughs> Not really. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty good with, with simple math, yeah. Simple math. Counting, I haven't said yeah. one number this whole time. Calendar math? Yeah. <laughs> it's still numbers. I guess. I guess. Isn't it weird that you can count, like, syllable? Let's talk about syllables. If you say one, two, like, say a word like penguin, that has two syllables in it, correct? Mm-hmm. But it has so many more letters than two in it. That's true. But then if you were to say numbers, almost, you know, like the first one through nine, they only have one syllable in it, but they have so many more letters than numbers. That's not true. Seven. Okay, I said mostly. Yeah. I think I said mostly. Isn't it confusing to think about that kind of thing? (laughs) You know, it's funny. I... Literally, my brain shuts off when people start talking about numbers at all. <laughs> you start talking about <laughs> syllables and numbers, and I just realize well, that's that I, I, like I, I, <laughs> that's I like to do with my guests. I like to do with my guests. Completely isolate them and shut their brains off. <laughs> um, so, how do you feel about? Uh, how do you feel when you see a black Santa Claus, Christian? Um, I think it's fair, just like mm-hmm. a, a you know characterization of a black god or anything like that. We get it's fair. Yeah, it's you know accurate. <laughs> accurate? Yes, I think so. Fairly accurate? Fairly, fairly fair and accurate. How do you feel about Black Santa Claus, Nathan? I'm, uh, I'm as fine with Black Santa Claus as I am with White Santa Claus. Hmm. That's a good way to put it. I think it doesn't I... really give a good answer at all. It's very political. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's true. I mean, it's one of those things nobody really knows about Santa Claus. And if he's black or white, or maybe he's Hispanic or something. Or an Asian man. Why don't we see Hispanic Santa Claus? Well, that's kind of what I was getting to here. <laughs> well, we're brothers. Yeah. So we think the same. We, we think oh, very similarly, and it's just part of the game. When you see, oh, I'm seeing black Santa Claus, I'm seeing white Santa Claus, let's all argue about that. Meanwhile, hey, where's my Asians at, you know? Where's my Filipinos? Where's my Australian Santa Claus? Where's my Hispanic Santa Claus? Where's my Brazilario Santa Claus? You know oh, what I mean? Brazilari? A Brazilian Hmm. Didn't know that word. Yeah, that's a word. So, rounding to the nearest $10, if you could pick the amount of money that you could have for the rest of your life and never work another day and live comfortably, what would that number be? Hmm. Uh, Rounding to the nearest $10. To the nearest $10. Mm -hmm. Gosh, I guess it'd be $32 million. $32 million. How do you feel about that, Nathan? What would you say? I was going to go with like $40, but I may be on the low side. Mm-hmm. you got to think bigger, Nathan. At least 69 what I, would be a good joke. But but that's not rounding to the nearest 10. But no, but you could have at least set up for the joke part. You know, it is Christmas after all. You could give the listeners a gift of a laugh. Instead of just saying $40, that barely gets you a few whoppers, you know, if that's your thing. It's not my thing. Oh, so I should, so he should have said seventy dollars, rounding up from sixty nine. Yeah, he should have said that. that but if I had line. said seventy dollars, how would you have known that I was rounding up from sixty nine and not sixty eight? Because you would specifically because say you'd it. be like, well, I want to say sixty nine. Oh, I have to preface right, it with that. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. See how it works. I'm going to change my Simple answer comedy to uh, twenty million. Simple comedy <laughs> lesson here for for free for Christmas. Um, how do you feel about those, uh, Christmas Coca-Cola polar bears? Um, you know, it's weird. I, I never liked the polar bears. What? But, uh, I remember that for Christmas I used to love Coke. Uh And I remember, uh, mom, uh, got us, like, got me like a six pack of glass bottles and they were like a collector's edition. Mm -hmm. And they had the polar bears and Santa Claus from Coke on them. Yeah. And I decided not to drink them and keep them like they thought they were going to become valuable or something someday. And I forgot completely about it. Until I was in Wichita a and few they're months still ago, there. and they're still there. They're from, still in that Like cabin. 1997 or something like yeah. that, yeah. I know they're still there. We'll have to drink those on the next yeah. <laughs> the next trip. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> the, the next See you on the other go. side. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just to, just to let everyone know, he said mom earlier, and that's just like a, that, like, that's what we call our mother in our family. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know if they all got that, but it's, it's kind of a cute name that we all call our mother and our family. We call her mom. How do you spell it? M-O-M. Oh, okay. Well, I, we, the, the, we came up with it because we just wanted to call her Wow because she was so awesome. <laughs> and then you just turned it up and then down. And then we were just like, look, we can't go around calling our mom Wow. All the other uh, mothers will get jealous. Why don't we flip that shit and just call her mom and we all know the secret. You know? That's true. You remember that? Yeah. Well, the Christmas Coca-Cola polar bears, I, I really liked them. And speaking of mom, she got us, or she got me, a pair of uh, those cola Coca-Cola polar bear slippers. And they, they were just big heads that I could wear at night. They are just the big polar bear heads with the Coke sign on the sides. And then Peanut, our dog, peed on them. <laughs> Sounds like Peanut. <laughs> Sounds like Peanut. <laughs> we had a dog named Peanut, Nathan. How did you spell it? It's uh, M-O-M, upside down. Ah. Uh, uh, What's your go-to McDonald's P-E-E-E-E-E-E. number that you would order if you went to McDonald's? They took it away. Ooh. I want. I always get the two hamburger meal, which I don't think is offered as a two number Two hamburger anymore. meal? Well, it's a two cheeseburger meal, uh-huh. but I just don't want the cheese. But uh-huh. So I still get that. I, I think it's like off menu because if you just say I want that as a combo, they, they do it for you still. Huh. Do you know about that, Nathan? Why would they remove that deal? It sounds like a great deal. What number was it? It was two, wasn't it? I think it was a number two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two yeah. for two cheeseburgers. Because Big, Big Mac's always number one. Yeah. I think Quarter Pounder's number three. Number three. That was always my go-to. I'd go, McDonald's, number three, no pickle, no onion, please. And I wouldn't even look at the menu. And guess what I'd get? Quarter Pounder with cheese, no pickle, no onion. It's a great feeling to just be able to say a number at somebody and they give you exactly <laughs> what you want. <laughs> I wish it was more of a thing in real life. I agree. Speaking of 69. Um, oh, that's my joke. It was just sitting right there, and I didn't want to say it. How do you think, how do you think Santa does it? <laughs> I mean, this is the Christmas episode after yeah. all. No, I think we should. How do you think Santa does it? I, I've always been a big fan of, you know, this is a, he's supernatural. Sure. He's, a, he's an eternally living saint, mm-hmm. Nicholas. So he has the ability to pause time and move super quickly through it. I think that's how he does it. Freezes things temporarily. Well, well, and what by it I also mean <laughs> real romance. <laughs> well, that's and a whole pets. other story. How does he have pets? How does he have? How does he uh, manage all those damn elves? Don't you think they've got some attitudes sometimes? Yeah. What do you think he does to handle that? Maybe it's Maybelline. Mm, or maybe he was born with it. We've talked about that on the show maybe before. He was born with it, yeah. Um, I always wonder about all the things that he does. Because I think you're right, he probably slows down time or something to, to get all the, you know, to get all those gifts into everybody's homes. Well, you know, uh, isn't uh, Muslim the largest religion in the world? Well, there's no way to know that. Well, it just takes away a lot of the world population that he doesn't have to worry about. That's, that's does he only visit Christians? Well, yeah. I don't know that. Well, he doesn't. All of the Jewish families that I knew said they they didn't talk about Santa Claus. Oh, okay. So he so he's like so he's like God. Jewish people don't skip that house. Yeah, skip the, the Jewish people, skip mm-hmm. the Muslims, mm-hmm. all of the other, except for Christians. So that that's a you know that's significant. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, the Johnsons just moved in, in place of the Stein Steingolds. <laughs> Goldsteins. Yes. That's better. <laughs> we can start visiting that house again. That's what he's like. What a racist. So I do know that Santa visits uh, agnostic and atheist households sometimes, though. So is that like recruitment? Does he do that? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm really confused. Now. I would say 100% recruitment. Yeah. How, yeah, is that? Yeah. How, how, how would you be a little kid? You get a bunch of presents. You get your Tonka Boy truck. Yeah. And it's you're telling me you don't want to look into that? Yeah. Who's that guy? What's he represent? So if if Santa Claus only visits like Christian homes and or, or recruiting homes that are atheist and agnostic, <laughs> how do you feel? Where do you think he weighs in on this whole Starbucks cup bullshit that's going on right now? Oh, those are the concerns of man. He's not worried about that. He's not giving a shit about no, I don't that. Care about that. What do you think? I think he's colorblind. I don't think he's aware. He has to be able to see red. Yeah. Oh, Rudolph wait, wait, is wait, not wait. so bright. Yeah, yeah. Red suit, red bag. I mean, but someone else could have picked all that out for him. His wife. Yeah. His wife lays it out, laid it out for him. Yeah. 
Oh, she, what, I bet she's played pranks on him on the But wait, past. no, no, no. He can't be colorblind because he's he's flying and you can't be a pilot if you're colorblind. That's uh, true. So, But he's super old school, though. That's true. I, I, don't, I don't. Those rules he, didn't really apply back he then. He, does, he, he never had to apply. I mean, he's he's doing. He's breaking all kinds of international no law. Permits. As far as we know. Yeah. Well, what's he going to do? Crash? I mean, he just stops time. I mean, yeah. He's got no concerns. Right. He's not running into anything. He's, he's like, not... oh, you want to shoot me with your gun? Bloop. Time stopped. He pulls the guy's pants down and then <clears throat> leaves yeah. and time turns the time back on. Well, who was your favorite Mario Kart character? Speaking of Christmas, Yoshi. Gotta yeah. go Yoshi. He's the fast. I don't know why. He's the, the built-in fastest mm-hmm. character. I was like Toad. I felt like he was like the second or third slowest. Mm, I don't know. He always said, I'm the best. <laughs> so I liked him. Made me feel good when he said that. Like I made a good choice. Yoshi didn't have any words. I don't think he did. He let his driving speak for itself. Hmm. Do you think if you were a Mario Kart character that you would let your driving speak for itself? I think so, yeah. Absolutely. Did you ever use the turtle shells? Always. Hmm. That's, that's not really just letting your driving speak for yourself. That's letting the turtle <laughs> shell do a little of the talking, isn't it? I don't know. I felt like that's all part part of it. Part and parcel. Part part of the driving is the distribution of the weapons provided to you. That's true. That's a, that's part of the skill of the drive. I get that. I get that. Nathan, did you play Mario Kart? I did. I did. What what character were you all? About? Yoshi, actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was like I think that's who I was for a long time too. But then I just discovered. Yoshi Toad's or... always going to say he's the best, and I want to be the best. Koopa is really good, too, actually. King like... Koopa? Uh, no, not King Koopa. The little, the the little, little like, turtle. The little yeah, turtle. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, actually Koopa's really good, fat. too. Yeah, he, he handles the corners really well. Because yeah. Bowser's, the Bowser's the worst, right? Bowser Bowser's the worst. Kong, they're, but they're, but they're super awful. strong, though. Like, they can, they'll whap everybody off. You know, you can whap wow. people off real easy with those say guys. <laughs> what? Nothing. You can get them off really good. <laughs> Uh, that's just part of the game here on Ride of <laughs> Oh, with all that being said, I think it's time to get into our first Christmas ad. And also to open a little brew dog. Nice. Christmas brew dog. Um, uh, Christian, you, you've listened to all the episodes. I don't need yeah. to give you the spiel about the fact that, you know, we're training our listeners to listen to these ads and we give you ads. But today we actually have, um... A return sponsor that's doing a little bit something different. We've had this guy on here before uh, during the spooky month of October. But he came back and, and asked, hey, we have kind of a holiday uh, Christmas thing that's kind of going to inject our business with some more economy. So if we could if we could hype them up for you. So they got Spooky Spray Holiday Edition. Do you remember what Spooky Spray was, Nathan? I do not. You don't remember it? Do you remember what it was, Christian? Do you spray it to keep the ghosts away? Yeah, spray the spook away. Spray the spooks away. Dot gov. It's a it's a government funded by Barry O. It's one of the things he's been working on in the Oval. So what are we spraying away now? Uh, well, holy ghost, holy crap balls is what their <laughs> tagline is now. And you get Christmas things going on, and you're saying, "Ooh, let's go to church and have fun with Christ and Christmas and things." And then there's this holy ghost walking around, Jesus, the original zombie, <laughs> and you're thinking. That's weird. You know, I'm I'm supposed to be excited about this, but we got the original zombie coming back again for many years, and we got this holy ghost everyone's talking about. And he's like, hey, man, maybe you're not into it. I mean, Christians are into it, you know, and I, I love zombie Jesus as much as the next guy, but maybe I'm getting spooked out in Christmas, and it's reminding me of how spooked out Halloween was. And I've always said December is the second spookiest month of the year, and you know that. So this guy came back from Spooky Spray and with Spooky Spray Holiday and said, Hey man, holy ghost, holy crap balls. That's good. <laughs> Nathan, do you like that? You gonna you gonna buy another jug of spooky spray? I like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You bought the first brand, right? It's the regular spooky spray? I guess, but I forgot about it, so yeah. May Someone I ask a question about the here. product? Uh-huh. Did they repackage it in any way? Yeah. What's it look like now? What did it look like? It's festive. Like it's just uh it's it's just in a red Starbucks cup. <laughs> <laughs> No, no holidays insignia on it at all. They want to really just give everyone the equal opportunity to spray the Holy Ghost away if they want. All right. So that's been the ad for Spooky Spray Holiday. Go to www.spraythespooksaway.gov and spend a little do re mi on some Christmas ghost spray. 
Get that holy ghost out of there if you don't want him. Oh, the original zombie. Jesus. If Jesus' original strength zombie is David Koresh extra crispy. Original strength? Is that what you said? Oh, wait, no. He's, it's not, a, he's not a leave. No, no, that's original recipe. Never mind. You're talking about KFC references now? You're comparing our Lord and Savior to KFC extra crispy? No, no, David Koresh is extra crispy. Oh. Who's David Koresh? That's the guy in the wake. Branch thing. Davidians. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we yeah, kind of yeah. burned him alive. Oh. Well, he didn't. I, I missed some of that. So he didn't zombify, though. Is that what you guys are talking about? He didn't. He should. I should. A David Koresh zombie would be freaky as fuck. That would be amazing. I feel like Jesus is the only zombie that we have proof of. Well, now, I was going to ask you a question about that. There's a distinction that just popped into my head. Could you argue that Lazarus was the first zombie? Jesus oh, raised right. him from the dead. Yeah, that's right. So he was the original zombie. Mm-hmm. So he could become a zombie and he could create zombies. Yeah, he's like a crazy voodoo mama juju. That's why everybody liked him so much, though. It's like, you got I'd be impressed the two of them back in those days. There was no Facebook to look at. This guy's making people zombies. Yeah. I saw what he did today. I'm going to spend 20 years carving it into stone. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, the people in the future will be loving watching videos of kitties playing. I just saw a dude make a zombie, and then later in his life turn into a zombie. <laughs> this guy's the shit. Let's write some books about this guy. Oh, um, I think we did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky spray holiday. Now back to the show. Um, we're going to go right into a segment now that's a fan favorite, and we always do it right after the ads. And this, I think, will be fun for us, um, because we are brothers, and mm-hmm. we don't, I don't think we spend enough time doing this. Um, but welcome to the Compliment Corner, and I think you know what the Compliment Corner is. Yeah. I, it'll be a chance for us to ignore Nathan and look at each other in the eyes, and I give you a compliment and uh, from the heart, and you shoot one right back at me as brothers. All right. So welcome to the Compliment Corner. I'm Ryan. All right. Christian. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <clears throat> well, Christian, I would like to say you've been an amazing older brother to me in the 28 years, a little over 28 years that I've been alive, and it's an honor for me uh, to get to interview you in this format, but also just to have become better friends with you over the last four years I've lived in Los Angeles, and you mean a lot to me, dude. Merry Christmas. Thanks, man. Merry Christmas. And I'd actually bounce a lot of that back right on you, too. Um, it's been cool having you in L.A. and get to know you better and get to hang out a lot more. Yeah. Um, but also, I've just been really, really impressed with how hard you work. You have a drive that's like 2.5 times higher than me at my best. So, you're awesome. Boom. And that's been compliment quarter. Oh. And that's how, that's how sincere we get. And compliment corner, and it feels good, and compliments feel good. Nathan doesn't like compliments. Um, but it is the holidays. I feel like I could say, you know, uh, Merry Christmas to you at least. You know? Yeah, Merry Christmas, yeah. <laughs> That's not a compliment. At least. <laughs> not a compliment. Not to you, but it means a lot to me. <laughs> Has the word Christ right in it, and he means a lot to me. The next segment. Merry Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas. <laughs> In this, in this vein of Christmas cheer and being sincere, I think I'd like to go to a brand new segment that I've never done here, and it's and, and that I can only see doing it once a year, to be honest. I can't see happening. I can't see it happening a lot. But Christian, will you play these sleigh bells for a moment while sure. I prepare for this next one? Just play it. That way, the audience has something fun to listen to. <laughs> At <laughs> about the same play. speed you were doing it earlier. Yeah, sure, the same speed. That'd be great. This next segment is called Ryan is Santa Now. All right. Okay, stop playing this. So Ryan is Santa Now. Now, real quick, before he starts this bit, what's really important is he actually does now have on a Santa hat. Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, that's I put critical a Santa to understand. Hat on. You can take pictures of it if you want. I'll take a, I'll take a selfie <laughs> right with it right now. But the segment is called Ryan is Santa Now. And what happens in this segment is that I uh, am Santa mm-hmm. <laughs> now, and I'm going to give you guys gifts as Santa would give gifts, okay? So, ho, ho, ho. Can I see those labels now, sure. please? I have a gift for both of you. I'm just going to keep these guys ringing. Nathan, here's your gift. Don't open it yet. 
ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, Christian. There's a little gift. Thank you. And then I stopped swinging those. I stopped swinging those. It looked like it's going to be booze, but it's too light for that. It's too very light. light. It's too light. Yeah. Yeah. You, they're different gifts. Let's start with um, Nathan opening his <laughs> gift. Um, what I did for Nathan was, if you guys remember Cat Swap, I actually took a, uh, one kind of cool cat, and I swapped it in for a... Uh, um, a slightly used Starbucks card for Nathan. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun to have a little synergy, and uh, and use. Can you hold up that that gift bag for me, Nathan, so the I can get a little picture yes, of you yes, for a yes. change? He he normally takes all the pictures, um, in the show, but today I'm taking a couple of pictures because right, because I'm basically Santa now. Oops, there. Oop, there we go. I'm curious. I don't know if it's uh, perfect. Okay to ask, but I mean, how slightly used are we talking here? Uh, well, I bought it, and then I got a venti ice black <laughs> coffee with it. And then, uh, and then, so it's slightly used. It's about but it's, uh, 1585 on there. Yeah, I, but I when, you swap, yeah. when you go to Cat Swap, when you go to Cat Swap, they give you, uh, they give you, you know, if you, if you give them one cool cat, they'll give you a slightly used gift card. Right, I remember so that. So that's what I actually did. Um, they, so they kind of gave it to me slightly used, and I was like, well, it's slightly used. I might as well have a venti coffee as well. Yeah. So I will treasure this. I will keep this with my other. But there is real money on that. There is real money on that. So don't throw it out. Actually, no, no, I got to put it with my other partly used Starbucks okay, cards. Perfect. I'm serious about that. Perfect. Okay, Christian. Um, ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas. Okay. There's a gift for you in there too. And actually, your birthday is really close to Christmas, and so this, this, and I think you're going to enjoy the value of this gift. Okay. Um, so I, I will ask you to open that gift now. Um, and it kind of is, it's a combination of your Christmas and birthday gift for okay. this year. And I'm, um, can read it. You can read it aloud. Oh my gosh. It's a one year free subscription to Ryan is super strong. Yeah. What? So I got, well, and actually, what? I didn't tell Nathan about it because we, we both, we're 50, 50 partners on this project. So. We have to sign it and uh -huh. sign off. So I signed off on it, but it's actually not valid until Nathan signs I off. I see. On yeah, it. I noticed that. But Nathan, would you would you want to sign that? I mean, yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead and sign. Well, can it. you sign that for him? Sure, okay. sure. I'll have you sign that just to make sure. I didn't want to to muddy the holiday spirit with logistics and things, but uh, I, you know, it's it's only fair that he sign off that you get a free year subscription. So what does that entail? I mean, is it kind of also is it a, an annual pass? Like I could I can come to the to the tapings. That's, um, that's the vibe no, I'm getting from it. No, you can't do that. Because you talked about to, the value. You're not welcome very to be ever here again, but you, <laughs> you can certainly get the show for free. And uh, and that's not something everyone can say. Fair enough. There you, you can keep it. Well, that. I do appreciate that. Thank you so uh -huh. much. So, um, so ho, 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 Merry Christmas. And and that's been Ryan as Santa now. <laughs> And I really can't see that, see that happening much more than once a year, to be honest. No. So that's a that's a real treat. We could do the Christmas in July thing, but I never really understood that. Was what, what was is the that? point of the Christmas in July? I don't thing? even know what that is. No, it was like on calendars. Uh, uh, if you bought a calendar from, do you guys remember McLeod's? Yeah. Yeah, if you bought a calendar from McLeod's, one of their brands, like it had Christmas in July, and then there were like a bunch of churches that did a Christmas in July thing. It was, and I never even understood what it was about. Boredom. Interesting. They're just bored. That sounds like boredom to me. Okay. Well, let's go on to the next segment now. The next segment is called Learning by Listing Rapid Fire. <laughs> In this segment, have you heard this segment on the show? Yeah, I have. I actually, this is my dreaded one because my, my brain freezes real quick when <laughs> stuff like this happens. Okay. Well, it's only five seconds long, so it's not the end of the world. Um, Let's talk about, so basically what happens is I will give you a topic, and I'll give you five seconds to list as many things as you know about that topic <clears throat> okay. in five seconds. <laughs> and in that section, we'll learn about how you think, what you know about a given subject, and how quick you are on your feet. So are you prepared for learning by listing rapid fire? Sure, let's try it. Something like you said, shirtless try it. Did you want to take off your shirt and then try it? I didn't say that, but it did. Make me think about it when you said that, but no, I'm fine. All right. Well, the topic for today is things that were on your childhood Christmas list. Go! Nintendo, 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 Nintendo. Um, uh, G.I. Joe, Transformers. Stop. 
Yeah, that's a pretty good. That's pretty much everything. <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> for like five years cause until we got one. <laughs> Dude, when we got that Super Nintendo, it was like the best Christmas ever. Yeah, the I, Super Nintendo was Because we just had, you know, learned we were never going to get a Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. So when we got it, that was like the bananas yeah. reveal. Everybody's jumping up and down going crazy. Super Nintendo was the best. And I, you know, uh, you actually bought me a Super Nintendo a few years back. Right. And Because uh, you are mad at me. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean to bring this up. At all, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you did take the Super Nintendo to college, and you and you pawned it off, and we never had Super Nintendo again. But then he he made good on it and got me one as an adult man, <laughs> which I shouldn't like so much, but I do love it. Um, but so Super Nintendo several times is what you wanted, and then GI Joe and Transformers. That sounds like you to a T. Those are the things you. Oh, want. I miss baseball cards. Mm-hmm. That, but that's it. Those are the those are the four pillars of my childhood. Mm-hmm. No, that makes total sense, and I and I think the audience knows more about you first of all, and they're even more in the Christmas spirit because they're going, "Hey, I also had Christmas things I wanted that I couldn't get, you know, for several years, yeah. or maybe they got it, you know." I remember the first time I ever let ads on TV really affect me, and that was for Crossfire. Yeah, remember that? They replayed that for years and years and years. I wanted that game so bad. Do you remember that? I don't know. Crossfire. You get caught up in it, crossfire, crossfire! That was really good on pitch. Yeah. That was good. I'm very talented. You'd recognize but, that commercial, dude. They played it like 8,000 times. Though. It's kind of like... I literally, I do not recognize that at It's kind of like cooler Hungry Hungry Hippos in a way. It's like a marble game. You shoot marbles at other marbles, and there's like little stars and stuff, and you shoot the star. You get points for different things. It's like a multiplayer stupid board game. But it looks it the commercial made it look like the most fun thing you've ever seen, and the song was so good that I still remember it today. And like you know, it was so enthralling, and I could not want anything more than I wanted that. I wanted it so bad. Gosh, I no, I'd never heard of that. So my mom surprised me on a Christmas and got that for me. And really, I don't yeah. remember that being in the house. Yeah, we well, it it was the worst game on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> it made it out of the box, immediately lost all the pieces because it's the worst game and it was the b- most boring rules, and we threw it out like a week later. You know what that reminds me of is... Uh, <laughs> Not a week later, but it sat, all the pieces sat around in my room for like a year, and then it was trashed. It's a mousetrap. Oh, yeah, mousetrap. The trap. commercial was really good, looked really fun, and then you get it, you play it one time and realize this is a complete waste of time. At least I, I knew some people that liked that game, though. Really? I, I've never met anyone that actually got Crossfire and they liked it. Oh, wow. That's not a thing. Nobody liked Crossfire. The commercial was amazing, and I will give it to those guys. Those advertisers had it down. They knew what to do, because they got they made some sales with that commercial, and they, that song is ingrained in my brain forever. But it taught me a valuable lesson, in that advertisements are lies. Marketing. Marketing. Yeah. It's just bad news. How do you feel about that, Nathan? Do you agree with that? I do. All right. Well, that's been learning by listing rapid fire, and it. it it always evokes some good stories and good emotions that we share, and it, it informs the audience about who we are, who the who the guest is, and you know I think that's very positive. The next segment is something called Secret Moments with Ryan. Have I've, you, been for, I've been looking forward to this one. I want to see what you got. <clears throat> In Secret Moments with Ryan, the goal is not to let the guests or the audience know what the pictures are. This is a moment that only you and I will share. And it's private. It's a secret moment. It'll increase our bond as brothers in a deeper way. Okay? Okay. So we can talk about the picture, talk about our feelings towards it, but I urge you not to give clues. Uh, that's I, I do not like it when we get tweets or emails saying, I think I know what it was. It was this. And they're always wrong. And you go, shut up. You know? <laughs> that's what I go. They can't hear me because I'm on a computer. Here's the first picture. <laughs> You laughed a little and smiled. Mm-hmm. What do you feel from that? Um, some embarrassment. Embarrassment? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, um, I don't know, kind of nostalgia, I guess. Yeah. I guess some nostalgia. That's, it's, that's always a word that's brought up on these, I feel like, for some reason. Even when I don't try. And I wasn't necessarily, well, I mean, I wasn't trying, but I knew that this would evoke some nostalgic feelings. I, I gotta say that I'm kind of topping out there, though. I don't have a lot of other emotions about it. But they're, but they're both... The first one's pretty strong. The embarrassment one's pretty strong. Uh-huh. I have a feel, a good feeling of the first time I ever made you and Jeff laugh was about this picture, and that made me feel my our other brothers is mm-hmm. is called Jeff. That's his that's his name. It's his Christian name. 
Isn't that funny that your Christian name is Christian? Oh, man. It's, I wish somebody had pointed that out before. <laughs> oh, wish come true. Ooh. It's Christmas miracle. Wishes <laughs> come true. Um, yeah, so I have a lot of good feelings. It makes me laugh. We feel nostalgic. It's a funny time. It was a funny time back in the day mm-hmm. that this, this picture reminds me of. Um, what did I just say about something else? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I wanted to talk about something more, and I forgot about it. So the next picture, we'll just move on to the next picture here. Oh, I see it coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel? Full of joy. Yeah. With a lot of joy to my heart. I knew that would be good. Yeah, this is very good. Ooh, that was a joy down to my heart. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my fart. Where? <laughs> fart! You said Whoa. fart! And then I got kicked out of the, the chapel. Um, so, yeah, this picture makes you feel good. It brings back memories. It does, but I will also say less nostalgia because it is still in my life quite a lot. Good. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's not in my life anymore, so it definitely does bring back nostalgic feelings for me about trips mm-hmm. family vacations uh all that kind of thing that's not a clue that's true they would, no, one no would there's get no one no one would get that, that as a clue um, but it brings back those type of, type of memories and things and uh that's how i feel about that yeah. pretty much good i think those are both two good memories yeah for, there's no there's nothing negative there for a christmas episode you know it's and uh and are you feeling in the christmas spirit i a lot more right now do you feel like i've, I've well, i got a, a gift do you feel like i've done a good job to curate a, a nice holiday feeling yeah we've around? got the bells we've we've asked we talked a lot about uh jesus zombies eat jesus and santa claus hat santa i brought claus. santa claus hat i was santa claus now for mm-hmm. a minute mm-hmm. nathan do you feel uh christmas spirit I, I am drinking some Christmas spirits, yes. <laughs> Very funny, Nathan. Very <laughs> funny. Okay. So, um, this next segment is, uh, I think we've only done it once on the show so far, and I don't know if the audience has heard it again, but we're going to do a segment that I really enjoyed that just aired this week on, on the, uh, the podcast that came out presently. Uh, and this is a segment called Slow down, throw down with Nathan Kent. So what happens in the slow down, throw down is I'm going to give us a topic to talk mm-hmm. about. Okay. Um, and when Nathan makes a sound, normally it's a horn, but this week it will obviously be sleigh bells. So try to keep those as quiet as possible until you need to make the sound, Nathan, okay? So put them on your leg, maybe be the safest, most silent place. Um... I'm just letting the audience hear those sleigh bells still resonating. Um, so the slowdown, throwdown, I'm going to give us a topic to talk about. We'll talk about it at regular speed. And then when Nathan hits the, hits that, um, the sleigh bells, sorry, my brain farted for a second. When he hits the sleigh bells, we will talk in half speed. And what happens is, if you're an audience member, you can be interactive with this Christmas episode now. Because there's that little button in the podcast app that you can press one and a half times, two times. And so as soon as we go slow, when you hear the sound, you just press that little button to two times, and it will sound like we're at regular speed talking about the conversation. But then when you hear that sound again, Nathan, can you do maybe three pop, pop, pop? Perfect. That'll really stick out. When you hear that sound, you want to pop, pop, pop your phone back into one time speed, so you're at regular speed. And then when I say I've had enough, that's when it's over. But Nathan's in charge of this by telling us what speed to go with the sound he makes with the sleigh bells. Ho, ho, ho. You guys ready? Uh, yeah, I think so. All right, well, welcome to Slowdown Throwdown. The topic that we're going to uh, talk about right now is all of our favorite Christmas songs. Okay. So let's talk about it. What are some of your favorite? Do you have a favorite Christmas song? Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree and the Thumbin' Party. When you do that, I literally can't remember the actual lyrics. <laughs> but I do know them. That's a, but that's my, what I'm about saying, you? like the melody. But what's yours? Um, I think uh, All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah. You know Mariah Carey wrote that song? Like that. I don't want that full. Right. Yeah. I can sing better than that. That's the mm. one that I enjoy and look forward to every holiday 
season. Every artist, every artist tries to write a famous Christmas song. Right. And it's really rare. Every artist is doing a whole Christmas album every year. Nothing sticks to the canon. Of course. And that brand new song, it's, it's, it's just, I mean, when we were growing up, it's never going to go away. No. I don't think, I, and I really don't see another Christmas song happening. Like, ever. I don't see, I don't think they're ever going to write a song that matches All I Want for Christmas is You or Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. I also enjoy Heat. Miser, do you remember Heat Miser? I don't. Mister Heat Miser, I Mister Sun. No. Like that. Really? Cold Miser also is really good. From it's from one of those old those old claymation movies. Oh, oh. And like I'm Mister Jack Frost. That one. That 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 guy too. I'm Mister Cold Miser. I'm Mister Snow. I'm Mister Icicle. I'm Mister Twelve Below. Do you remember that song? No. Was it on Frosty the Snowman? I can't remember which one it was on, but it was on one of those old uh, movies with all the claymation. Because they had Jack Frost, I believe, was on Yeah, Jack Frost. I think it was Jack. Well, I don't know. I can't remember all the I don't know. That's too much. Anyway, that's been Slow Down Throwdown. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. This is Nathan here. Now, normally, I don't edit anything, but sometimes Ryan gets really goddamn close to the microphone with his sleigh bells, and I have to. That was hard. I love those sleigh bells. They're good. And it, it adds a really fun element to the show, and I, and I have to say I enjoy it. Do you enjoy it, Nathan? Sure. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's the holidays, so I'm trying not to want to punch so much. <laughs> but when Nathan says sure to me, I definitely get a urge to punch. What are you making there, Christian? Can you tell the audience? Well, this is one of the festive uh, recipes that you kind of came up with, mm-hmm. which I'm experimenting with, kind of like and more now that I've done a whole glass of it. So, <laughs> yeah, everything tastes better after a yeah, whole glass. Yeah, that's, that's true, if you can just get through the first one. But this that's is what the, I would say. The whiskey, uh, the bourbon, I should say, and then the... Simply cranberry with mm-hmm. a little bit of club soda. Mm-hmm. It's very festive. pretty good match. Very yeah. festive and very feel warm. Yeah, it's a nice red color. I can't remember who said it, but they said I'll try anything once, and then over and over and over again until I start to like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I've taken that mantra on in my life. How about you, Nathan? Will you try anything once and then over and over and over again until you like it? No, there are certain things I will definitely not do that with. I think I like all those kind of sayings that kind of flip the script a little bit. Like that one that says, keep your friends close and your enemies, uh, your enemies so close that your your faces get so close you almost kiss each other. Mm-hmm. I like that one too. Yeah. What was that 30 Rock? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm actually going back through all of the 30 Rocks again. It's like my mm. annual binge the entire series. Yeah, I got my, I got my sense. So I, I, I'm through like the first season, but I haven't heard that again. Mm. I love that. Okay, well, I think it's time for another advertisement here on the show. Uh, this ad is obviously another Christmas-themed ad. Um, and this uh, this is a product called Chimney Snakes. This is from the makers of Viper Auto Security Systems. You remember Viper Auto Security Systems, guys? Yeah. Back in, like, 1995, they had that commercial where the, they had that the, guy, the burglar trying to get into the car, and that Viper was like... <sighs> yeah, from behind the window. And he drops a crowbar. And he's like, oh, and then the Viper comes out from under. He's like, and he grabs the crowbar. He's like, oh, and that's like a hologram Viper. And as kids, we're all thinking, holy crap, that thing puts out a hologram of a Viper. And and it scares people away. And we all thought that was so awesome. And then you find out, oh, it's just a lame security system that just makes a real loud sound. But they're called Viper Auto Secure. I should slam them right during the ad, but that's what we all were let down back then. And so they have a new product. The The old tagline was, no one dares come close. Mm. That was their old tagline if you watch the commercial. Viper Auto Security Systems. No one dares come close. Um, but the goal now, kind of like that spooky holiday spray, is maybe you're somebody agnostic or atheist like you were talking about. Santa, Santa's trying to come recruit you, and he's breaking into your house via chimney. And you're not having that. And you don't want that. 
And so you're thinking, how do I protect my house? How do I protect my children from this masked, hooded man coming to me via vehicle on top of my roof, ruining my shingles? How do I protect myself from Santa? So you call Viper Auto Security Systems for their new product, Chimney Snakes. I like it. They come over and they fill your chimney with snakes. <laughs> Ain't no Santa going to come in there. Do you think so, Nathan? You think Santa's going to be brave enough? Are they hologram snakes? There's both. That way you don't okay. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Because I think at this point we're accustomed enough to holograms. Well, and that's the good thing. is like there's that, like nowadays we actually have the technology. Because back then we were all let down. We're going, oh, that's, we thought there was going to be holograms of snakes scaring people. And then there wasn't. But now it's 2015. And we're going, hey, we have technology now. Let's mix it up. Let's put some real snakes in there. Let's put some hologram snakes. That way Santa comes down. He doesn't know which which one to watch out for or not. He's going to get bit or he's going to put his hand through it. You never know. But so the new tagline is, Santa don't dare come down that chimney. And neither do his stupid elves or reindeer either. Mm-hmm. Like that. It's pretty good. So it used to be, no one dares come close. And now it's, Santa don't dare come close to that chimney. Nor does elves or stupid reindeer neither. I think that's it. That's <laughs> pretty good. It's kind of wordy. Uh, well, I mean, it's just a, it's just a once a year kind of holiday thing. So they can just do it for a few commercials and it's done. Anyway, chimney snakes. Get your chimney snakes today. I don't so, want to keep shaking that, Nathan, but can you <clears throat> can you go into that in post and just double or triple the length so it sounds like I really went for it? I can pan it slightly to the left. Okay, so you've done that before. He's done that before on the show where he said, I'll pan it to the left, and if you listen to it, he pans it to the right. <laughs> it's a real funny joke, he thinks, but it really just shows how dumb he is. Can I ask a question about the ad? Uh, sure. I wear out of the ad now, but I yeah. guess I'll let you since I am in the holiday spirit of giving. Well, I'll keep it brief. I was just kind of curious about the real snakes. Mm-hmm. You know, we see on movies all the time, like an Indiana Jones pit of snakes. You know from, you know, just life that these are all non-venomous snakes. Nobody's at an actual danger that I can film around them. So, you know, these people living in a house... Are there some venomous snakes in the mix, or is it all just more of an intimidation factor for Santa? Well, if I told you, it would take all the possible intimidation factor out. Oh, that's true. Dang so it. it's something, it's just a gamble. You have, to, you, have to, you have to take risks in life. And if you don't want Santa, you know, protect your family from Santa Claus and his stupid reindeer and stupid elves, then you're going to need to take a gamble. Put some venomous snakes in there, maybe. Or at least the potential of venomous snakes. Hmm. Just, the, the, you have to pick your battle. You want to you want to battle a venomous snake, who you have a pretty good chance on, you know, or do you want to battle a, a man that can stop time and do whatever he wants to you, and then start time and you don't have any proof? That's a concern as well. He can stop the time and get around the venomous. He's kind of like Hollow Man. I never saw that that Kevin Bacon movie. Is it possible that Kevin Bacon is Santa Claus? No, he's Bacon. What the hell? Wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> Your ha- logic is real. What happened? Up. Your logic here is real effed up. Just because his last name is Bacon does not make him actually Bacon. Oh. Okay. And there's a free lesson for holidays. So, we're gonna we're getting near the end of our show, and what I have to ask you is, are you super strong? Yeah, definitely. So, my strength level today was Rudolph and his nose so bright. Do you think you're as strong as that? Leading Santa through the dark, foggy night? I think there's no question about it. You're very strong. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's talk to the audience. As you know from listening to this podcast, it's inspirational and motivational. And, I, and we have so many talented guests on here, and I like them to give advice to our, to our listeners. You know, does that make sense? Sure. Mm-hmm. So at least advice for the week that they can take on until, until next week when our next guest comes on. So what are some advice? What is some advice you can give to our listeners maybe about physical strength that makes you super strong? Let's talk physical first. Well, the physical is the annoying part of the day when uh-huh. you have to go to the gym and you have to pick a number. Yep. And you don't get to leave the gym until you hit that number. Uh-huh. I can't tell you how many people I see at the gym standing or walking on the stupid treadmill. Uh-huh. And I got to tell all their friends they were at the gym for two hours today. Yep. <laughs> doing nothing. Doing nothing at all. You've got to push yourself. You got to sweat. You got to. You got to do it. So mine right now, because I'm building back up, is pretty low. It's 500. 
I don't go I don't go home until the number says 500. And you, okay. Periodically, you just got to go through like a month long every day, whatever it takes to five, get that number so to, just means to five get to 500. Minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> 500 calories, five minutes. What are you looking at? Five minutes, yeah. <laughs> five minutes. That's my number right now. I'm building up. Yeah. Start small. Mm-hmm. Get but, a number. But get there to five minutes. Get there. Yeah. That's that's the physical side. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. What about uh, um, mental strength? What do you do throughout your week to become mentally strong? Um, it's more like a, a series of lessons that I've learned um, that kind of just keep me going. Um, and I think it has to do with just little little tidbits that you would think are really obvious. Um, simple things like uh, being honest, follow through. You know, follow through is number one, especially in L.A. Uh-huh. There are so many people telling you, how much they want to work for you or how much they can do with an opportunity or, or saying how much they can do for you, you know, and all these things. And so many people just let things slide. They'd rather talk about the, the you know, the opportunity that they have coming up or something like that, yeah. not doing any activity to actually work to get it done Execute. in a professional kind manner, you mm-hmm. know? So that's those, those little, little things that I don't think really get me through the day anymore. I think that I just planted enough seeds <laughs> Right, a, a follow through that I don't have as many mental, you know, challenges and obstacles all the time. Yeah. It, it, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Okay. What about emotional strength? Do you do throughout the week to get stronger? That the audience can do. Oh, I don't really know. I mean, I, I'm in my own head a lot in terms of emotional. I mean, I definitely mm-hmm. have a lot of, uh, you know, self doubt. You know, from time to time, I think anybody kind of does. Yeah, I think everybody does. And so. Uh, I, I think I've just surrounded myself with positive people. Yeah. You know, you're one, obviously a big one, and um, my fiance, soon to be wife, and uh, a lot of really other great, um, you know, people that I've kind of bothered and badgered until he became kind of a mentor or a really good friend. And yeah. so, you know, I think that, again, it's those little seeds that you plant to kind of make sure you're, you're going to be okay emotionally. It's going to be yep. set up. You got you to set yourself up you in a lot farm. of different ways. You got to farm yeah. and nurture the. Yeah. The, the field you've you've created. It's true. That's I, that's why I say about, about like about secret moments with Ryan because uh, I'm a friend collector and I like to have secret moments with those people that nurture and strengthen our relationship. Mm-hmm. So the secret that's why I, I just had a conversation with somebody about that the other day because they were saying uh, secret moment. I, I said, "Oh, that's a secret moment," and they're like, "Oh, d- you know, don't bring me into your podcast." Uh-huh. And I went, "No, that secret moments was like something I was doing way longer long ago before I started." Doing the podcast. That was just part of my life that melded itself into the podcast. Because Secret Moment, that's just a friendship builder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We became closer during that. Sure. What about uh, spiritual strength? Are you a spiritual guy? Do you, I mean, we've been talking greatly about zombie Jesus, but do you find yourself to be a spiritual man? I don't know. You do anything for spiritual spiritual strength throughout the week? Well, I'll tell you, you know, that um, when we were growing up, there was a time when we went to church a lot. Yeah. And I basically, there was a time day, in high school, yeah, it was like seven days a week, every night, on the, all weekend long, just in my youth group, summer camps, all that stuff. Yeah. And you do it and you do it and you do it. And sometimes just in terms of general, again, it's, it's a planting seeds thing. So we, we did so much there that I kind of got my my going to battle orders. Like I kind of just mm-hmm. have it built into my system how, how I feel spiritually. Sure. But in terms of like, Working on that on a daily basis, or you know, going to to a church or celebrating any kind of organized thing, I I um I don't do that as much. I kind of feel like I gave it the office, if sure. that makes any sense. I kind of yeah. packed it all into like a four year period and got the lessons and 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 it, again back to follow through. It's like I have been told so many times out here, just those little things about follow through that a lot of it just being positive and following through came from that time, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, so uh, it just is all a result of, of that. So I feel like I'm pretty, yes, I'm pretty strong in a lot of those ways because I don't have to worry about those, a lot of those little day-to-day things. If something happens to me, I just let it roll off of me. Yeah. I think that's good to know. I mean, I think, and I think that all of our listeners do that to some certain, I mean, and I think that they can take your advice and your tips on becoming super strong to heart, especially during this holiday season. You think so, Nathan? Sure. We never get his opinions on these things. I mean... I mean, honestly, I was I was actually over here just uh, reading uh, Marmaduke. <laughs> exactly, that's that's the kind of level he's at right now. Yeah, I, I see his spiritual strength. We've got, yeah, we've got some time to wait for him to start really push, pushing some good ideas out. <laughs> um, so now's the time when we're gonna plug some stuff. 
Um, we, we let you plug whatever you want. You're on the show to hype, you know, your social medias, your publishing company, Intercept. Like, what are, you know, like, let's talk about some stuff. What do you want to plug? Well, the band has been on hiatus for a little while, mm-hmm. a couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the licensing is going really well. They can still buy the music, though, for the band, right? Absolutely. So if you are, um, uh, interested at all, uh, we, the band, uh, I love, I love what we did. It's, yeah. we're called Intercept and you can buy it on iTunes, uh, the, Two bigger albums were uh, Magnolia Road and Symphony for Somebody Else. Yeah. Good songs on each. I encourage it. Um, Especially our Wichita listeners. If you guys are in Wichita listening and you don't have the Intercept albums, first of all, just shame on you. <laughs> shame on you. But we're, we're at the Christmas season, and this I think this drops the 22nd. So, uh, uh, so we have three days until Christmas. And it's time to go get those albums and do some stocking stuffers, you Wichitans, that, and that's anybody true. that's listening to this. That's true. CDs or iTunes cards with a with a suggestion are great stocking stuffers. So get those Intercept albums out there. Okay, what else? Well, um, I we obviously do the mu- music licensing, and so um, I guess if I'm going to p- plug it, it would be directed at any artists out there, singer-songwriters, anything, hip-hop, rock, um, country, all, all across all genres. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you're looking to kind of do something serious in the industry, I think, you know, trying to shop your music into, you know, TV and film and, and commercial placements uh, for a little additional revenue and exposure is really important, you yeah, know. Um, big time. And so I think that, uh, you know, if you've got some, some good recordings, you know, that uh, you, you think have some potential, send them our way. You know, yeah. we, we give we, we put a few different pairs of ears on it. We take it really seriously, and if there is an interest, you know, we reach out, and we really do pride ourselves in having a relationship with any of the artists that we do choose to represent. So it's not uh, like a tune core, or I, I could list a lot that just kind of mindlessly sit on hundreds of thousands of tracks, not doing anything, right? Just waiting for you to do something for yourself, so they can come pro- possibly do something. Uh, take it from you, <laughs> you know, get yeah. some money. So uh, we're, we're, we are a little choosy and selective that way. But um, honestly, if it, if it's not us, it should be somebody. It's, it's an important part of uh, music today. All right. We're, uh, did you mention social media? Where they could well, uh, by, by this time that this airs, we should be completely set up. I've, uh, we're a pretty small sh- uh, uh, company. Right. So I spend a lot more time just doing paperwork and junk, and there's not a lot of outside of the office, like, Instagramming to do. Like, I, sure. I, I don't want to have a Facebook page with, like, 18 friends on it. Mm-hmm. But we've been growing pretty well, and so we've got somebody working right now on building that whole infrastructure. It should be, should be up, I would say, two or three weeks. So. Do you know it, it will all be K&W Publishing? Yeah, K-A-N-D-W Publishing. I mean, there's K-A-N-D-W Publishing.com right now. Yeah. And that's actually the place you would want to submit any music. And you can see the placements that we've got, and you can browse our library, that type of thing. Actually, why don't you give them some – I mean, you've, you've got some awesome placements. You want to mention a few of those? Well, uh, yeah, I won't go too deep into it, but I, we work a lot with reality TV. Mm-hmm. So you're, uh, you know, the challenge on MTV, the real world. We do uh, a lot of music for, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. But um, we also have some network placements. We work with some uh, independent movies. I'm working on a couple of those right now that are pretty exciting. One in particular yeah. is very exciting. I, I can't wait to announce a little bit more on that. So. Yeah. Uh, but so. if you go to the website at any time, you'll see Updates. all the very latest news. You'll see the links to all the social medias. Meads. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's the best way to go about it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, Nathan, um, oh yeah, I normally plug something here as well, and I'll just plug what I always do, that's uh, Chad Coleman did our uh, did our art. Chadwick Coleman, he was on the episode, uh, episode a few weeks ago. And uh, Chris Hackman, he was on episode as well a few weeks ago. He did our intro and outro music, sponsored by KNW Publishing. So um, I always hype them, check them out on all their social medias. We've mentioned them a bunch of times. And I always plug Nate here in the studio, our producer, at No Town Sound on all the social media, correct? Anything else you want to plug today? I was going to try to plug Angela's, but... Uh... I, once again, did not look up any of her social media. <laughs> but just look her up. Angela Mwezi. M-U-H-W-E-Z-I. Angela Mwezi. She is awesome. Jinx, and she... Uh, no, she will not have been on the show yet as of Christmas. But little sneak peek. She's coming at you pretty soon. Third vote so, for her being... excited. the third vote for her being really, really amazing. She's yeah. very talented. Yeah, Christian's seen her a couple times as well. Uh, and Nathan is her writing partner, and she works. She works at No Town Sound as well. And I have had the fortunate 
the fortune of being able to play with her several times as well. And co-produce. And so now we're and just hype, we're basically yeah. just hyping Angela on every episode at this point because <laughs> she's on our heads <laughs> I mean, this week because we played it the other day. <laughs> but that, I think she'll be happy about that, and that makes me happy. And it's Christmas, and why not give some love to our friends? Hell. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I just say hell. Hell. Uh, hell. All right, Nathan. Well, normally I say let's take this bird in for a landing, but why don't we take my sleigh onto the top of this roof? That's all I want to do about that. Every week I like to slow this down at the very end, and I like to talk to one listener, and you know who you are. Basically, I've heard about you, man. You're breaking into people's house once a year? And going to everybody's house, but you're also being kind of racist about it from a religious standpoint? Hmm, maybe that's really cool to do back in the 1800s or earlier. But yo, man, it's 2015. I know it's going to be hard to spread your love out for the entire world, but why don't you get, get off your lazy butt and stop even eating cookies for a minute? Share some love with the whole world for a change. Come on. Isn't there enough of your fat butt to go around, you big jerk? And as I say, I'm only talking to one listener, and you know who you are. I'm not going to put you on blast, and I've certainly not given enough clues to know for our listeners to know who I'm talking about. But shape up or ship out, mister. I've had enough of your wily ways, and I think you know that. So this week, when you're listening to this, you have three days until you're about to break into everyone's homes. I'd like you to rethink that. Rethink your stance on life and your attitude towards others. And once you've done that, you'll be super strong, just like Ryan. Nathan, stop the show. If everyone wants to get to the Christmas tree and open the gifts. Nathan, stop the show. <laughs> oh, dear, wrong button.